Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance. The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow. Who cares? This is a situation where baseball's in trouble to begin with. The MLB is officially dead. Baseball is dead. Duh. Rest in We got a lot of stories. We got a lot of stories to hit on in in this particular episode. I'm sure you know already where we're going to start. Obviously, we got Jock Fam. We got some big time Phillies talk. (laughs) Yo, Jock Fam. By the way, there's there's a lot of Phillies fans apparently that listen to baseball is dead. Uh, We got a tremendous amount of feedback from Phillies fans after we had our like therapy session for for Phillies fans. So that we're going to keep that rolling because there's more. uh, There's more coming out of there. Well, there's uh, Dallas, need. There's we, need, Jared. <laughs> there is need. Uh, Dallas, we got we to talk about a couple of things as it pertains to you specifically and also the Oakland A's. There's a couple different things that, that tie back uh, to the Oakland A's. I don't know if uh, We're going to ask a question. If we're sleeping on the Twins as a legitimate contender in the American League East, uh, we can parlay that into Jose Barrios, former, well, former twin. That would be incredible if the Twins are a contender in the AL East, Jared, because for a <laughs> I mean, team the, the AL in Central. the... Did I say the yeah. East? You did. That's why I was like, "Hold on, what the fuck is going on?" All right, the central. Yeah. Sorry. Um, we're gonna we're gonna blow Jeremy Pena for a little bit. Uh, some big we, news out of the south can wait, side. Can we wait till he leaves town? Because we got the Astros rolling into town right now. We don't need to blow. Yeah, I mean, the Red Sox basically ended his career in Chicago. Oh, okay. Um, a surprise with the Mets. I didn't realize. Uh, that surprise. They're, they're, It's no surprise, Jared. The New York Metropolitans, as we sit today on this glorious day. Hold on. We'll get there. We'll get there. Pump the fucking brakes. This is about Buck Showalter's birthday party. We're going to talk about that, too. Um, (laughs) And then uh, there's some things with the balls. We can tie it back to uh, Joey's recent video on baseball doesn't exist. Sweaty balls. (laughs) A lot of things that we got to get into. But first. The Jock Peterson Tommy Fam situation. Hold on, I uh, I posed this question t- 
to the group chat. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody rethinking their Luke Voigt selection on the Tommy Fam Luke Voigt head to head matchup? <laughs> um, slap. Just seeing that. Now we got a little tape on him. That's it, Joe. You got a little tape. See? You know, you you got a little report. You got a little scouting report. We haven't seen Luke Voigt that angry. That's what I'm saying, is I feel like the reaction would have been different if Tommy Pham chose to right cross Luke Voigt versus Jock Peterson. (laughs) Like Jock Peterson has uh has some Lenny from Mice and Men vibes where he just didn't process it right away. Where he was just like, like you could slap Jock across. Like we interviewed Jock Peterson right after the Braves or not, uh, the Dodgers won the World Series, and Jock was just laying by his pool. We were asking him questions, and you can see the wheels turning as he's trying to come up with the answers. I'm like, all right, Jock is uh he's a chill dude. He doesn't seem like the type of guy who would immediately respond with anger and aggression in, in a physical altercation. Yeah. And then even after the game, when he's being asked about it. Not an ounce of anger in his voice. He was more just like, it almost sounded like he was inconvenienced in a way to have to talk about. It. He's like, I just want to move on, man. Like, I don't even want to talk about this, but here's what happened. And then the next night, he's like, all right, here are the receipts. And he, he's not an aggressive guy at all. No, no, no. Okay. So, like, <clears throat> the receipts, what did you take away from him? reading and again like and and i'm not saying that he wasn't reading everything in the text messages and i'm not saying he wasn't reading verbatim but what do you take away from him reading what he read about the exchanges and now that you see now that you see the gift that he sent of the three weightlifters and the san diego padres logo the weightlifter under that logo just collapsing after the weighted bag falls on her neck um (laughs) And remember Tommy Pham, a member of the San Diego Padres at the time, because his response to, you know, everybody finding out about w- what happened was, you know, like, look, I, I didn't like the way he was talking about my team at the time. Guys I was on the team with, like, it just, I, I don't know him well enough for him to be joking like that with me in the group chat here. So. Like what? What? what so, it, you know? I, first and foremost, I will say this: I have to be careful about what I say because the Reds are here. As I sit here right now, Tommy Fam is no more than nine hundred feet from me right now. I will. <laughs> Tommy Fam is about nine hundred feet away from me right now. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna DM him. I didn't say anything yet. I'm just preferencing it by saying that uh, Tommy Pham is within shouting distance of me as I sit here talking about this situation right now. Like, and I want to, I want to say this: when it comes to like team type stuff, like fantasy football, shit like that, sometimes you're a teammate with a guy like Jared. Like you and I would have a team, or all three of us could have a team. And, you know, we're co-managing the team together. Um, There's always room for, like, the back and forth, the banter and shit. But, like, the issues that they're talking about, you know, those are real-life fantasy football issues. That shit that goes down in everybody's fantasy league. Because it's about stashing a player, right? That's the the perception. 
is that you're stashing players. Like Jock is going to the he, he's putting players on the IR. He's 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 acquiring other players. Like it just I don't know. That's that's real life shit. And I'll say this. I got boys that I play fantasy football with and fantasy baseball with, and we play for a decent amount of money, but we don't play. We're not, you know, like they're not big leaguers. Mm-hmm. So the buy-in, like when you, you're talking 5K, maybe, maybe, maybe north of 5K. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about winning the fantasy football league, like it's a decent chunk of change, you know, sure. even, even for big leaguers. So, they're I guess just, that's like the irony of it, though, is that like well, Jock, like Jock got slapped by Tommy Pham, and he, and after the exchange, Tommy Pham spoke to the media and said like he was fucking with my money, but yeah. that slap and suspension and fine cost him over a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, uh, as, as far as a math equation goes, mm. maybe things didn't quite work out financially there for Tommy <laughs> no. Pham. No, but it's a respect so. thing. It's a respect thing, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. You know, hey, uh, <laughs> and and I, I'm I'm not, I'm just saying that part of it is real. That part of it is real. Yeah. Whether whether you want to believe it or not, like that part of it is real. Like that's a and if you if you're if you're screwing around when it comes to money like that, like some pe- people just like like no, you don't play that way. Like if there's money involved, straight up. Got to know the rules. Everybody's got to be clear. Like whatever we're doing here, when it comes to money, that's just how people feel, and I, I fully understand that. Fully understand that. It sounded though, it it sounded like all right. The <laughs> the fantasy football thing is what started it, but like I want to know timestamp wise, how long after was the Padres GIF thing after the dispute about the IR? Because then it becomes like Jock's trying to bust balls with like other players that are on other teams, or like if if they get into this dispute about fantasy football and Tommy Fam is pissed, and then he immediately starts making fun of the Padres, then it feels a little bit more directed at Tommy Fam. Sure, and yes, context like that would be would be great to know. Yeah, because I think it would it would sort of you know, explain the reactions. Um, sure. Because, I mean, like, but, it did show the Dodgers, like, his former, like, I'm sure he knows guys, and, and we don't know who else was in the league, right? Like, there was no one else that came forward that was like, yeah, like, I was in the group text, I was in this league, and, like, like right. Jock was out of line for that, or, like, Tommy overreacted. Like, there was, there was no one else, like, saying, hey, I was there, too, probably because they don't want to get slapped either. <laughs> <laughs> probably because you ain't trying to catch a hot one, yeah. No. Uh, straight up. But, I mean, like, like that's the whole... Like, dude, I'm, I'm, there's, there's people, it's, it's kind of like being in traffic. You, you, you do some things in traffic that I don't know that you would do if you had to wait in line with just your body, as opposed to being in your vehicle and like moving down the road, like yeah. you'll cut somebody off and just keep going. Right. Obviously, cause you have to keep going, but sometimes you'll end up cutting somebody off. And then, like, your lane stops, and you're stuck there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I'm in front of the person I just cut off, or the person that just cut me off is right there. And you're motherfucking them through your window. They're motherfucking you through your window. And 
it's like the video of the two dogs barking and losing their shit through the gate. The gate opens. Neither one of them does anything. And you wouldn't do what you're doing in traffic if you were just in line, like to get nachos or something like that. So this is one of those like, don't let the uniform fool you. Don't think I won't slap the fuck out of you for pulling some shit. Like, don't like straight up. If the only place I can catch you is on a baseball field because we don't know each other and we don't run in the circles with each other. If this is the only place that I'm going to be able to confront you about this, like, don't think that it's not going down. Yeah, this is probably, uh, this is probably the most pro Tommy fam conversation that's gone down since this by far. Well, it's, I mean, no, this- hold on. It's, <laughs> uh, it's not necessary. I'm not, I'm not saying like, let's get one thing. Let's get one thing abundantly clear. I'm not saying that I'm pro Tommy fam slapping the shit out of Jock Peterson. I'm trying to give some insight as to. I'm just saying that I grew up in Stockton. <laughs> And when we had beef in Stockton, we were just slapping motherfuckers out here. No. You want to mess with my money, you're going to get that lefty hook. No, because, because <laughs> like, isn't there, didn't Jock say that, like, Tommy Pham had the same exact roster situation going on? Yes. Yes. So, like, that's Lens. where, like. Something like, similar. Similar. Not exact, but it was similar. Oh, I thought I thought in Jock speaking to the media said he had the same thing going on. Yeah. Um, but, like, like. Yeah, so so like that that right there, if if you listen to everything, that right there is reason enough to understand that Tommy Fam can't go fucking slapping people if, no. if all that is true. Like, bro, you can't get mad at somebody for the same roster infraction that it you sounded. Are currently- it sounded like it sounded like the gif was what pissed him off. It sounded like the gif is what caused the slap because. It, well, it, either way, unacceptable, right? Yeah, like, no doubt. If, if, no if, doubt. I, I mean, fuck. No come doubt. On, man. Uh, it sounded like he was obviously pissed off about the fantasy football situation because Fam did mention, like, don't fuck with my money. But then he also said he felt disrespected because Jock was clowning on the Padres. Uh, I, I look at it as, yeah, was it maybe worth a conversation? Sure. Was it worth a slap? No. Uh, and this was also like a year old at this point. Like the fantasy football thing was like a year old. And then obviously the, the Padres tell collapse that to, was. Tell that to Hunter Strickland. That's what I'm saying. Like Hunter Strickland <laughs> will sit on some shit for multiple years and still uh, throw a fastball at you. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely, you know, like I said, when the whole Luke Voigt, Tommy Pham situation came about and I said, you know, Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt's the size of a fridge. Like he would kill Tommy Pham. And then I had people that know Tommy Pham reach out, be like, you picked the wrong guy in that fight. It kind of makes you think that they've seen something like this before. Like, how would you be so confident in being like, hey, like, look at the size of Luke Voigt. He's huge. And then have people who have like played with Tommy Pham be like, "Mm, I think you picked the wrong guy. That leads me to believe that maybe there were some incidents where Tommy Pham is no stranger to just slapping people across the face. You like think, that. dude? You yeah. think? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the guy, like, yeah, Joe. he got stabbed. I mean, that's just that just happened. That happened. But I mean, people will just say this about Tommy Pham is that earlier this year, everyone being like, whatever he said about, I'm just here to get my numbers, and people are like, oh, he doesn't care about the team. I think he cares about his team. You can't even send a gif of right. his team. And he's ready to, you know, he's of his right former for team. team. Yeah. His former team. Yeah. That is, and, and that was kind of like the take that I had after the Luke Voigt situation because obviously 
the beef with Luke Voigt was that Luke, it, it was a clean slide. Right. Yeah, you can Luke. take whatever exception that you want to it if, if you're on the Cincinnati Reds. Like, uh, you know, a guy gets hurt and you're going to take offense to that regardless of if the side was clean or not. Uh, but this was right around the time that Tommy Pham had made the comments about, like, I'm just here to get my numbers. And he's getting criticized for, like, you don't actually give a shit about the team. And then a week later, there's a collision at home plate and he's trying to fight the guy that did it, even though he's not even directly involved in the play at the plate. And now you have him bitch slapping Jock Peterson <laughs> to defend the team that he's not even on anymore. So I guess the narrative that he doesn't care about his team is is extinguished. Yeah, you, well, you, you at least got to rethink it before you just... <laughs> you at least got to rethink it. <laughs> yeah, you got to revisit mean? the notion that Tommy Pham does not care about his teammates because he'll, he'll slap a motherfucker to defend you even if he's not even playing with you anymore. I mean, so uh, at, at the end of the day, let me ask you guys this. Do you... <laughs> I mean... I hate to laugh about it because like it just it's a shitty and it's a shitty spot like because what's Jock supposed to do like are they supposed to fucking square up in left field like, I mean at, at the time I bet you Jock was confused as to why it happened I don't know man because there's uh, probably a conversation going on prior to that I'm sure what Tommy Pham is saying he as hit he's him walking, walking up, up though like how a, oh, if you're the, walking the reminder, up like, how, can you really be like my, hey remember that fucking fantasy football injury yes, reserve shit yep my guess is it goes something like this yo jock you remember that shit you were talking in the group chat remember I told you that you didn't know me like that you fucking with my money you pulling that shady IR shit you remember that shit I told you it was coming bam <laughs> I don't know what was said, Jared, but I'm guessing that I'm close. Yeah. Because because if it's like like straight <laughs> up, man, like that's why like you know what I'm like like what do I tell you like on site? On site. I see you, it's fucking on you know on on site. That's and that's what Tommy Pham was thinking in his head at that time. Like like straight up, like this has gone too far. Whatever it is, like if it's a combination uh, the uh, the weightlifter gif and like feeling offended and the mix up with the money like that was what just i want to know is like did someone in the group text get tommy going that day like or did tommy go to sleep the night before being like tomorrow morning heading to the yard gonna slap the fuck out of this motherfucker <laughs> or did someone in the group text be like hey like don't forget what like jock said to you right no, that, like, that would not be cool that, yeah like how <laughs> how did he get to the point where you're that angry in the moment without being provoked. Like Jock was just minding. Like if Jock was kind of like flapping his gums and he was like, all right, this is strike three. Like you did the gif. You did the fucking injured reserve thing. Like now I'm going to slap you. If he just showed up to the yard that day ready to slap a motherfucker in the face, that's, that's some psychotic shit to hold on to that type of anger for that long. Well, uh, again, the, the money aspect of it, I'm not, I'm just, I'm not defending anything. I'm trying to make sure that we're thinking about this from all angles. The money aspect. Yeah, what happened? Scared of Tommy Fan. We get it. No, I, no. What I'm saying is, like, did uh, did the money, like, did Jock end up winning? Do we know how this how this worked out? Yeah, did Jock end up winning? Uh, did did Fam end up losing out on finishing in the money altogether? He left uh, the league. Oh yeah, oh, he left right. the league. Yeah, 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 he left the league. Okay, so. Like, did he get money back? Like, was his entry fee gobbled up? Like, I don't know. We don't well, know. What, 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 what happened? <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Because if Tommy Pham got his money back, 
at the end of the day and still was like, <clears throat> but I got, you know, lessons need to be learned. Yeah. And that's what like, I think it, it is. I think like, like then that's a whole different conversation, right? Because if he, if it's a money thing and he got his money back and Tommy Pham was made whole financially mm-hmm. through this fantasy kerfuffle, mm-hmm. then I don't, I mean, damn it. You can't be slapping people like that. No, <laughs> it seems insane no matter what. But I think it's. I don't think. I don't think Jock was expecting it, and I wouldn't be expecting no. that. But I think. I think it might just be like a thing where, where, where Jock is from. You're not really getting hit on site like that. But if you're from Stockton, you might be kind of used to it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or, like me, or, where I'm from, I'm. I'm not. I'm fantasy football. I'm not going to get slapped for that. <laughs> you know, if I'm in the outfield. But yeah, I'm no, a fan I likes mean, the bang. He does, dude. He. he yeah. Speaking just, of uh, getting your money, be thinking twice about those fucking transactions this year, won't you, people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. You don't have to get slapped to slide into stacks of cash this baseball season with DraftKings Sportsbook. It's an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during MLB season with DraftKings same game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many bases will be stolen, total runs, and more. It is your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code Jared, J-A-R-E-D. Bet just $5 and get $150 in free bets no matter what happens on the field. That is promo code Jared at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. MLB trademarks used with permission. Um, all right. Any other, uh, any other thoughts on fam versus jock before we move on? Yeah. Free Tommy fam. I'm on his side. That's a good call. Safe. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, does he is <laughs> just the fact that they were like, "Hey, uh, we're gonna have to suspend you." Um, three games is probably where we're going, and he was like, yeah. "Cool, we'll start tonight." Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was like, "It's it looks like they don't want me to play against the Giants." <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like I'm gonna be down for a few days. Yeah, I mean, if you're. If you're Major League Baseball, you're thinking like, all right, it doesn't matter what the precedent is for this. Uh, we just don't want him to play against the Giants because they're going to throw at this dude. There's going to be a melee. Um, but I will say this. June 24th, mark your calendars because the Cincinnati Reds go to San Francisco for three games. I mean... I, I think it. I think we're good here. Again, I. I, 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 I just, don't think we're good here, Dallas. You, I think you don't that, think we're uh, good here. You don't no, think we're I don't. Good here? Like I, because they're going like to have to draw straws, though. Like, who's the, the pitcher hit. that's going to throw a Tommy Pham? Like, it's, <laughs> they're like, I'm not doing it. Fuck no, that. Well, Jared, Jared, this is. There will be several people in the dugout poised and ready to try to intercept Tommy Pham prior to him getting to the mound. Not saying that anybody in that bullpen isn't willing to answer the bell. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, dude, but he'll show up at your house, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, this is a year after a fantasy football freaking injury reserve shit. If you hit him, 
What do you think is going to happen? Well, hey, you know what? Like, <clears throat> straight up, this is what happens when the fucking group chat comes to life. Right? Yeah. This is what happens. I mean, it's not it's not the internet because they know each other and it was in a group chat. But, like, this is one step away from, <laughs> from what I tell people. Like, you can't, you can't block people in real life. Just no, remember can't. that. However you want to treat somebody, however you want. You can't block them in real life. So when they when they when they roll up on you, you better hope that whatever you said, you know, you were willing to answer to. Damn. Well, write that date down. June 24th, Reds and Giants in San Francisco. And since we're on the topic of the Reds, I did want to throw this out there. Uh, On May 7th, on May 7th. Mm-hmm. The Cincinnati Reds had a doubleheader with the Pittsburgh Pirates, and they lost the second game to fall to four and twenty-three on the season. Four and twenty-three. <clears throat> Since then, though, little better. they've won twelve of twenty. A little better. A little twelve better. That's of twenty. The two games north of five hundred. The four and fucking 23 Cincinnati Reds have won 12 of their last 20 baseball games. So a lot of that has to do with Tommy Pham. He's killing it. He is. I'm just saying, like, you know, if the Reds are like, you know, the Reds are in town tomorrow. I lied. I forgot that the this is a fucking five game series against the Orioles. Um, So you're still playing the Orioles. Still playing the Orioles, yeah. The uh, but uh, the Reds are off today, so they might be here, right? They probably came in last night. Uh, yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, so th- so it's fam is amongst the city. He's here for somewhere. sure, which is even scarier that he's here and we don't exactly know where. Um, oh man, yeah. So he's in town. <laughs> I would, I would love, I would love for <laughs> who do I got to pay? <clears throat> Who do I got to pay to just stand outside your window in, in like a dark hat and coat so you can't really make out who it is? But since we've had this conversation, you're probably thinking in your head that that could well, be. He, I didn't say anything bad about I, it. I don't know. It's not, Tommy Fam. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't say I anything bad I can't, about no, him. What? Rewind it. I can't believe the shit you did say about him. What did I, I say? I was, I was appalled personally. I mean, we're going to put what kind out of a, a pussy card. open hand slaps a man. Isn't that what Dallas you said? What kind of Jock, a pussy? Didn't, Jock didn't even go down. What kind of pussy slap was that? Dallas. <laughs> no, no, That's what you said. Jock didn't even move his feet. You, you called Tommy a pussy for <laughs> slapping him. You're yeah. like, you like, what a bitch. He couldn't have closed his. He couldn't punch him. It's. That's what I, you said. I was taken aback, but yeah, I couldn't believe that you said that. Wow. <laughs> Tommy's best right hook couldn't even drop shock. <laughs> That's when he didn't know it was coming. I'm going to tell him when I see him. Tomorrow. I'm going to I'm going to get a press pass tomorrow just to go over there and be like, "You fucking <laughs> hear what Dallas said?" Just hey, I just want to get out in front of this. Uh, <laughs> just want to let you know, uh, Dallas basically called you a bitch, and he's uh, he would he would know better actually. Where are they going here? Cincinnati Reds schedule. When do they? Do they go I to mean, Oakland? Uh, d- does it really matter? Oh, I want to see if d- they go to Oakland. No. No, it doesn't look like it. You can probably catch a flight, though. He ain't scared. 
Hmm. Yeah, we, you go to we, San Francisco, you can go to get a two for one, baby. Yeah, <laughs> slap the shit out of Jock one. again and then head over to the Coliseum and slap <laughs> the shit out of you yeah. too. He <laughs> uh, would. Speaking of the did, Coliseum, did, did you see this, Dallas? See what? Uh, it costs $4 for a cup of hot water and a packet of hot cocoa mix that you have to mix yourself at A's games. That's a they, good deal, bro. $4. That's, Four dollars for that's a brilliant. cup of hot water. <laughs> that's brilliant. And they give you the Nestle rich chocolate hot cocoa mix. Love it. This is from A's fan by design on Twitter. Tweeted this out. It's, it's brilliant. You want to know why? Why? How many times are you dissatisfied with the mix of your hot cocoa? Never. You go to a place and it's like, ah, too much water. Nah, it's, never it's, you know, it's just it's not strong enough. It's not rich enough. Or oh my $4 god, dollars? Oh my god, for a did do they it put, yourself? Did they put three packs into this little cup of water? Like I can't even. Like I, I'm chewing my hot cocoa. This is <laughs> that's terrible. Great. So here, what we're gonna do is we're gonna put it quite literally in your hands. Mm. We're going to give you the resources to make yourself the best mm-hmm. hot chocolate you could possibly have. Yeah, that's brilliant. We're not gonna. We're gonna cut out the middleman here. All we're cutting ourselves. We're gonna remove us from $4 the equation. For that. We're gonna let you maximize your good time here. Could you imagine? We stop it. Well, yeah, we're Could gonna have some employees just let them make their own shit. That's not $4. what it's about. <laughs> That's not what it's about. It's about letting you control your own hot chocolate destiny. Yeah, I'm on your side, dude. That's I mean, that's the cheapest shit you can buy at any baseball game. Who else is doing that, huh? Who else in Major League Baseball, Jared, <laughs> is giving their fans yeah. the ability to do that? Nobody. To make their own hot chocolate for $4? To control your hot chocolate destiny. How strong do you <laughs> control want Control your hot chocolate destiny. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, sure. I guess, I guess it's a good deal. It's not the best I, deal, but it's, a, it's okay. I, I don't, I mean, when you tell me that there's somebody offering something that nobody else is offering. Mm-hmm. I, I tend to think that they're they're probably they're doing a great job of thinking outside the box. Yeah, uh, I did see that uh, during the broadcast for the ten games under five hundred last place Oakland A's that uh, you've now pivoted from calling the game to opening cards during the game. It's kind of just like ah, eh, I mean, no one cares about what's going on in the field. There's no one in the stands. Let's open up some baseball cards. I love the idea. I love the idea. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not quite like that. It's, you know, when the game might be <clears throat> not necessarily out of reach, but uh, mm-hmm. may have progressed to a state of where it's just background noise for some folks. What was the, at, what was the score at the time? Uh, oh, we're down by, I think down by 10. Oh, 10. Yeah. So, so that's just, the rule. Did you, uh, did you pull any good cards? Well, what we do is uh, the folks at Tops. Mm-hmm. who have been very gracious to provide us with baseball cards. And they're just old cards, old like cards from the 70s and 80s Ooh. and 90s. And they're just stacked up. And so we pull the card and then I will give some clues about the player. Mm. Team he plays for position, maybe awards, things like that. Mm-hmm. And the other guy tries to guess who it is. 
Got it. So it's just a fun little game you guys play when the A's are down by 10 runs. <clears throat> yeah, just a, just a fun little, you know. Did you have a good it's, time? It's baseball within baseball. I always yeah. have a good time. Yeah. Because it's fun. I always like, you know me, I like cards. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy looking at the old school, you know, the old cards, just having yeah. those raw cards in your hand. It's always sure. fun to look at those. Uh, yeah. And I enjoy listening to my partner because, you know, him being <clears throat> him being a little older than I am, obviously. He, you know, his brother played 12 years in the big leagues. So he's got stories and he's also got memories from those eras. So it's a beautiful mix. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Um, Joe, are you a baseball card guy? I'll tell you this. I'm not huge, but I did open <laughs> up a pack yesterday. I was gifted a card from the 90s. I got a, I got a Jose Canseco shirtless. Ooh. What? He was shirtless. Uh, yeah, I think he had a bat. I don't know. I think he had a bat. It's in my car. I wish I had it, but it's pretty dope, dude. Just- Is it a black and gray card? <laughs> yeah, it's a black and white. Yep. I know it. How much does that go for? Uh, probably like, no, probably like $1.50. All right. Well, $1.50. We got in low. Just to <laughs> hold on to that. We got in low. It's a great Give way to think 10 about years. that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good card. I don't hate that. Uh, sure. You got in low. You know who's getting in high right now? Uh, who? The New York Metropolitans. Yeah, they are, actually. Uh, um, the New York Mets. Another. I mean, if you're if you're listening for the uh, the Phillies therapy, it's it's coming. This is this is ca- semi tied to it. The New York Mets have won three straight ball games. Dallas, they've won seven out of their last ten. They got a winning record at home. Winning record at home. They're thirty two and seventeen on the season. Would you care to tell the folks at home what their division lead is right now? As of right now, it's eight and a half ball games. Eight and, and a half. And what that means is the New York Mets. Metropolitans mm-hmm. now have the biggest division lead at this point in the season, at this point in the month of May. It's mm-hmm. gotta be May mm-hmm. uh, in organization history. Wow. history. They've never had a lead this big at this point ever in the season before. Ever. Never. Damn. Ever. And, and here's the thing. They've, uh, I, they haven't done it all without DeGrom and Scherzer. They've done a lot of it without DeGrom. They've done some of it without Scherzer. And that's been because of people like McGill, people like Peterson, people like Taiwan Walker on the rebound now. After, after He's pitched well after he's been back. Uh, you know, they're, they're getting production from other spots. And it's crazy to think about what the Mets would look like with a DeGrom, with a healthy Scherzer. Like, what, 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 what does that look like? <laughs> they have That's the best record in baseball right now. They haven't had Jacob DeGrom at all, and, and Max Scherzer has been out for the last week, call it. Yeah, I mean, he, he would have missed, you know, he's missed a turn. Yeah. But he's going to be gone for the summer, for the summer. You think he's gone, gone? You think we see him again? Oh, man. Look, I don't want to read into it being Max that pulled himself, but I think we all initially think that, like, this is a warrior who essentially laid his shield down on the ground, laid on the shield, and was like, fucking carry me off right now. I can't. Mm-hmm. 
I can't do it. And that's just a warrior that you would never think that you would see do that. And it was absolutely the right move. It's just like, you know it, you know it hurt. And if we know that it hurt that bad, and we know what we know about this injury, the oblique, like, like I've told you guys so many times, like eight weeks before you can really do anything. And if you do anything seven and three quarter weeks before that eight week period, so much as sneeze while in an awkward position, boom, you go right back to square one, mm-hmm. right back to square one. Like you just re-injured yourself. So it's, oh man, it's just such a shitty spot to be in, especially for a guy like Max who works his ass off and is always willing to push it, right? Mm. You don't want him to push to a point where he ends up sending himself back, blah, 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 blah. So you hope that gets handled well, but that's why it's important for guys like McGill to be healthy. Because how many more, like, (laughs) how many more this guy's going to step right up dudes do we have laying in the weeds? No, they have good pitching still. And I think they, well, what are you more concerned about, DeGrom or Scherzer and their injuries and come playoff time? Uh, ooh, that's a good question because it's weird to think that is DeGrom's financial situation something that you think could have any sort of impact on this? Like if they're close, <laughs> well, let's just say the season ended today and they're in the postseason, they're in the driver's seat, they've got to buy into the division series. Uh, do they feel like, hey, we could kind of buy ourselves time here if it's at the point where DeGrom's not quite ready to come back? They're like, hey, would another week and a half work? Do they skip it? Or if they go down early and DeGrom's been in a spot where he can throw and they've built him up and it's like, all right, can we deploy it for four innings, five innings? Who knows? Who knows where he's at health-wise? But because the conversation is, has DeGrom done enough already to opt out and test free agency? Right? Yeah. Somebody DeGrom has an opt-out after this year? I yeah. Be- I believe so. Yeah, he does. And he was saying that he was going to take it even after he got hurt, like in spring training. I think he publicly said that he was going to opt out already. Oh, wow. Let's see. Uh, Max Scherzer, Jacob DeGrom uh, signed an extension with the Mets March 26, 2019. $10 million signing bonus. Um, Let's see. Opt-outs, opt-outs. DeGrom may opt out of a contract after the 2022 season. That's full no trade protection. He's got a hotel suite on the road. <laughs> uh, deferrals reduce present day average annual value to 108.9 million. Uh, 52.5 million is deferred. Plus an additional 15 million in 2024 if option is exercised to be paid July 1st. Interesting. So he's uh, You're saying he's a me guy. He's a whole total me guy. Interesting. Uh, can the Mets still win the World Series if Max Scherzer doesn't come back? 
That's going to be tough. <laughs> they could. They won't. I mean, they won't. This is where this is where you have to be appreciative of what Chris Bassett has done. Even Carlos Carrasco. Yeah. Like you have to love what these dudes have done for you. Cuz you don't have like <laughs> possibly the best pitcher, the best right-handed pitcher when healthy, DeGrom, like his shit, like there's there's no better stuff coming from a starting pitcher than out of Jacob DeGrom. Um you don't have that? You don't have the Max Scherzer? And you're down now to a Chris Bassett, Carlos Carrasco, David Peterson, Taiwan Walker. Uh, am I leaving anybody out? Who Miguel, uh, Miguel. lefty that got clipped? Lucchesi? Right? Yeah, but they got McGill. McGill? Yeah. I, I'm more concerned about their lineup, me personally, I think, than their pitching staff. Just really? Pete Alonso swinging it? Brandon like Nimmo swinging it. Mark Canna swinging it. The new addition. The, Starling Marte swinging it. The you new see, addition. Uh, Jeff I'm McNeil not saying they're bad. saw a bald eagle and then hit a home run after in the fourth. <laughs> yeah, he's Marka. lying, dude. He's fucking Marka. lying. That guy's fucking I believe lying. it. It's, dude, it's like, oh, Memorial Day. You saw the bald eagle. We get it, dude. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, you saw a bald eagle. They don't why, even. Why do, why do you got to do that? Why can't you just Why can't you just go with the story? Yeah. Because I don't respect him as a person. Or a oh <laughs> wow! Oh, I don't. Geez. I don't know. I don't even like him. I don't even want him. He should. They shouldn't even interview him. If he's gonna wow. lie, damn. Wow, that's strong. Damn. I'm just kidding. I just not him. It's the team. I don't like the Mets, but it's you know that's that's my own personal thing. But <laughs> that's my own. Personal. <laughs> but I mean, really, bald. I mean, maybe he saw a bald eagle. Whatever. What I'm worried about for if I'm the Mets is like what I was looking at is the Nats are sitting at 18 and 31 right now. One yeah. win away from nineteen and thirty-one. Last time they were nineteen and thirty-one, what happened? Oh. So what I'm saying is, oh, I don't know don't if you saw Strasburg rehab start. Yeah, I saw that. So we looking at the Nats potentially winning it all. And mm. Don't let the Nats win tonight. Yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> don't I, let the Nats win tonight. Do not let the Nats win tonight. <laughs> You can end their season. You can end their season tonight, or you can catapult them into a deep October run. It's up to you. Yeah, yeah. You can. It's it's a difference between being a freight train straight to last place or a fate train straight to the postseason, Joe. Yeah, you know who they're playing tonight? The Mets. No. Step right up and beat the Mets. Mm-hmm. Can you do Mets it? Mets are fucked. They're playing Can the Mets. Do tonight. it. Ooh, who's on the bump? Is that David Carrasco? Peterson? Oh, the lefty. Give it the lefty. Let's Joe, the, you don't uh, want none of David Peterson. Twenty-two punchies over the last twenty-five innings. He's got a whip right around one, two, one, six. Era, era, era. The lefty's gonna fucking slice and dice. Mm. The Mets hey, can the put Nats- the Nats to bed tonight with a win. But if not, that's on you, bro. The last time I checked, the Nats got some lefties themselves. No, that's cool. Maybe you heard of them. Juan yeah. Soto. Uh, Juan Soto, Juan Soto. You already know that. Patrick Corbin. He's pretty good, dude. <laughs> Is that your list of lefties? Coolest. <laughs> <laughs> Coolest. 
<laughs> well, uh, let's go back to the Mets. What is going on with Showalter and Shakira? Oh, yeah. Um, so here's the deal. Yeah, who do we got beef with? We got beef with Lindor right now? Kind of. a little concerned. This is kind of concerning. Buck Showalter's 66th birthday was last week, a week ago today, last Monday. And the plan was to get Shakira to perform live Shakira, Shakira. at Buck Showalter's birthday party, but Francisco Lindor refused to pay for it. What I mean, in the actual fuck is going on? Yeah, like I want to know, like how much would it have cost? Because like, where were they going to have? Like, were they going to have Shakira in the clubhouse? Like, where was this going to be? How yeah, much would See, it really cost? Like, if Shakira, like, if you're going to fly her out and like inconvenience her schedule, then like I get it. But if Shakira was already in New York for a concert, and you just had to pay for like an hour of her time while she was already there, and like that, that can't be that much money, right? I don't know. Like, what are you thinking for an hour of Shakira's time? Twenty-five grand. See, I was gonna. I was thinking like hundred k. A hundred k for Shakira. Let's see, Shakira. Shakira <laughs> tour dates. To Google that. I want to see if, but, if but she was I, already and I, and there. And I mean, that's what I. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if we're in that instance, like, yo, if you're flying Shakira, her in, you got to put her up. Like, that's that's totally different. Well, that that is all aside from what the flat rate would be, which is like you like. So she's not goes. on tour. She's not on tour right now. So so like you're asking her to get off of her couch or whatever it is she's doing and pull herself away from that. That's going to cost you dollars. Yeah, that's Does not a hundred. Not have we're ta- Lindor not we're, have dollars. We're talking. We're talking a million plus a million Buddy, you want Shakira? Shakira's a fucking international mega icon. A million dollars lost? for an hour of her time. What fucking universe are you guys in? You're insane. She, no, I'm saying. You know? I'm saying if you're gonna fly her out, like she has nothing to do, now you're flying her out, and she's gonna be spending time there. That's all. That that's what I'm saying. You Francisco and Jordan got a twenty million, twenty-one million dollar signing bonus. With his, by the way, his contract is three hundred and forty-one million dollars. Uh, fifty million is deferred from twenty thirty-two to twenty forty-one. Five million a year, which is great. That's an awesome deal for him. Uh, but he's getting paid thirty-two million dollars a year, uh-huh. and you're Dude, telling me that for his skipper, the man that might bring a World Series back to Queens for the first time since nineteen eighty-six. He's well, not worth he's, he's, getting he's, Shakira. We'll talk about what Buck hits at the end of the season, and we'll see just how much. So now just, this is exi- so this goes back to fucking Bob Guerin. Dallas doesn't give a fuck about what managers bring to the table. That's why he got Bob Guerin fired. That's why he got Bob Guerin fired. You just heard Look, it. I, straight I from the, the horse's mouth. Managers ain't on shit. This podcast. Managers don't have anything to do with the uh-huh. wins and losses of a baseball team. Dallas Braves. No. You just said that. I, it's a major league broadcaster giving you analysis. I'm here to tell you that Francisco Lindor means more to the Mets than Buck Showalter means. All right. Mets. But, uh-huh. I mean, Buck Showalter is steering the ship. And you're telling me, and I love me some that book. a so man the, the who has three hundred and forty-one million dollars cannot reach into his pockets and say, "Hey, Buck, happy birthday, Skip. Here's Shakira." You're not, you're not believing that. And this all again it's, goes back to like how much you fucking money? hate Bob Guerin. 
<laughs> this has nothing to do with Bob Guerin. <laughs> it has know. everything to do with it. If Bob Guerin, if Bob Guerin had a, it coddled you a little bit more in Oakland, oh you would God. be like, "Come on, Lindor, why aren't you ponying up to get Shakira?" But because you have such a tumultuous relationship with him, that makes you hate managers because that's the only manager that you ever played for. Which means that you don't think that Lindor should pony up for Shakira. If you Bob had a Guerin. better relationship with Bob Guerin, you you would be. On this side of the fence, that Shakira would should Bob, be in the clubhouse. Bob Melvin could dispel any rumors of me. You didn't play for Bob Melvin. He replaced Bob Guerin after you got him fired, but you didn't throw a major league <laughs> pitch for Bob of, Melvin. Yeah, of course he's on your side, dude. You got him the gig. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You two are fucking delusional. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's crazy. It's Absolutely crazy how you delusional. can't you can't separate. Your personal axe to grind with Bob Guerin and see <laughs> that Francisco Lindor should have, as the guy who definitely makes the most money. I mean, obviously, on an average annual basis, it's Max Scherzer. Um, maybe Max could have chipped in here and helped out Lindor. But to say that's that what I'm not, that's what I don't, that's what I don't get. Come on, well, between, he's the captain of the Mets. Between like Max, Francisco Lindor is the captain. But see, maybe Max, maybe Max is already like, yo, I'm on the hook for half. Like you got you got to step up, like that's the other like hey, like this could I don't want to get too crazy here, but could this be a wedge in waiting? Could this be a wedge in waiting? Like like how many guys are on the hook for oh, Shakira? Wow. Dallas, what, you're right. What's up? I just googled how much does it cost to book Shakira between yeah. one and one point five million. But I'm assuming, I'm assuming that's to like book her. Let's see. According to Business Insider, yikes! The former Voices judge, astronomical commanding salary, puts her in the same league as the Rolling Stones, Usher, and Miley Cyrus. Who knew? If these stars command prices out of your range, you're out of luck. I guess you'll have to settle for getting the DJ to play their songs at your next big party. So Shakira. that implies that you're getting them to perform at like a sweet 16 birthday party or an 18th birthday party or mm -hmm. a fucking 40th or 50th birthday party, right? Like mm -hmm. that's what that implies is that it's sort of an event booking fee. But straight up, she's not getting off her couch for any less than a million dollars. That's crazy. Christina Aguilera, a million. Uh, Avril Lavigne, 250K. That's more Jared. doable. Jared, I won't deny, and the hips don't lie. I mean, Beyonce, two million, that makes sense. Jay Z, one million, that's rough. That must be rough for the household. Um, but Shakira, Jay Z, one and one and a half million dollars. But that, yeah, like, but like that's what you're saying. That's for like a pride. Like, if she's gonna do like a set, we just want Shakira to come into the Mets clubhouse and and meet Buck Showalter, whatever. Like we're asking for what? Maybe twenty minutes of her time. No, that could be arranged. Like that's that's something. K. That's something that no. Uh -uh. Like honestly, if Shakira is in the building next door, like dude, you know how fucking uh, so Snoop Dogg, like Mount Westmore was uh, playing in Oakland this last what was it Friday or Saturday? Uh, I think Saturday they were they were playing, and uh, Snoop Dogg is next door like right next door is in the building the the oracle right there and 
Like if we were the LA Dodgers and it was LA, Snoop is just rolling through. Like he's walking in. Like nobody has to pay him. He's not looking for a paycheck to go do that. Like that's just something they do. Celebrities go and do that shit. Will Ferrell. Right? LA, it's like the walk of fame there. Like on any given day, you're going to see random megastars in the clubhouse. Just fucking hanging out. Well, looks like the Mets, the Mets whiffed on Shakira. Which, but yeah, this could. That's my, my my question is: Could this be a wedge? It how could many guys? Be a wedge. How many? Like, if they're passing the hat around, and there's multiple people who are like, "Yeah, boom, we're in, we're in, we're in, we got this, we got this, we got this," and then it's like, "All right." Well, we got to go to the, you know, got to go to one of the big dogs and see how much they're willing to break off. Yeah. And how about Steve get- Cohen sell a painting, maybe? Yeah. Steve wow. Cohen's a billionaire. You, like, you <laughs> wanted Buck Showalter, you got him, and now you can't even get Shakira in here. We got to keep things business like, like, you know what I mean? That's where we, no, no, that's no, where no. we separate. Yeah. We separate no. ranks. No, you got to keep things loose. You got to keep things loose in the clubhouse. You lose Max Scherzer, there's a lot of guys that are probably looking like they're not having fun. Oh. There's definitely a team that looks like they're not having fun. You know, you know who you can't hide from, Jared? Who's that? Can't hide from mom. Can't hide from your mom. <laughs> mom will tell you. Yeah. But mom uh, knows. Yeah, we got to talk about Freshly real quick. I actually just got a uh, nice little care package from Freshly. I appreciate that very much. As someone you? that does not know how to make their own food, I'm very much a hopeless person as it pertains to that. Burn water. Um, it's food that's fast. It doesn't have to be fast. Freshly offers quality meals without the hard work. Their meals are designed by nutritionists, cooked by chefs, then delivered fresh. Other meal deliveries need to be prepped and cooked, but Freshly is ready to eat in three minutes. No one wants to spend an hour cooking dinner after a rough day at work or an infuriating commute. At the end of a long day, takeout doesn't have to be your only option for an easy dinner. Whether it's for you or your whole family, Freshly gives you convenience, flavor, and nutrition. Oh. I mean, I happen to love Freshly now because... You're a nutritious-ass bitch. I, I do be doing nutrition. Uh, it's a little bit more difficult now to get to Ellen's for dinner a few nights a week. So oh. I'm on my own for dinner a lot. And Freshly has saved me from eating garbage. Freshly has delicious, fresh, healthy meals. Get delicious, chef-made, nutrient-packed meals delivered straight to your door. No cooking required. Fresh and never frozen. Ready to heat and enjoy in just three minutes. Uh, Use the Freshly website or app to find meals that fit your lifestyle with plans that work for your dietary needs, preferences, taste, and family size. It's awesome. It's like going to an A's game. You get there, they make, they give it to you, and you make it yourself. You know, mm-hmm. they it's do. Awesome. Choose from over fifty nutritionist designed entrees, like their classic steak peppercorn, multi serve sides, like their masterful mac and cheese. Oh, I love a good mac and cheese. Or their new line of plant based meals. Dallas, you a plant based guy? A huge plant-based guy. <laughs> yeah. Skip, yeah. <laughs> skip the grocery shopping and dirty dishes. Your meals arrive cooked and fresh every week. New meals are added weekly. 
So you're never stuck eating the same thing over and over, which is oh. what I was doing before with my former meal prep service. Stuck in a Stop rut. stressing about dinner. Right now, Freshly is offering our listeners $125 off your uh-huh. first five orders. How much? You, $125 off your first five orders when you go to Freshly.com slash Jared, J-A-R-E-D. That is $125 off at Freshly.com slash Jared. That's a good deal. I mean, they got plant-based. They do. Shout out oh, to Spencer yeah. Strider. Spencer Strider for the Braves. One of the mm-hmm. best relievers in the league. Full vegan. Mm-hmm. Sick-ass nasty mustache. Yeah. Um, it is a nice All right, mustache. Phillies fans. It's your time. It's your time, Phillies fans. Uh, what, what is happening? What is happening? I'll tell you what's happening. You know, you alluded to it earlier. The Phillies aren't having fun. I, Phillies fans are not having fun. I, I've been there. <clears throat> I've, I've watched my team not win baseball games and not have fun in the process. It's not a good time for anyone. Players are miserable. The fans are miserable. The media is miserable. The broadcast team is miserable. Everyone's miserable. Baseball is a long season, 162 games. So when you have a season where shitty things happen early and then continue to happen shittily for the rest of the year, it's just it it feels like you're just stuck with a dark cloud hanging over your head for an entire year because then it goes into the offseason, especially if, you know, your team doesn't do anything to improve, which the Phillies did do things to improve. They signed Kyle Schwarber. They signed Nick Castellanos. uh, They had some some big names there already in place. So there was some optimism going into this Philly season, and they've just found new ways to kick their fans in the dick almost on a weekly basis. And this is from Alex Coffey. Alex Coffey is at the Philly Inquirer. There seems to be a perception that the Phillies aren't playing with energy right now. Some players agree. Some disagree. Some even have family members that say that they don't look like they're having fun. And this is from the story. Last night, last Thursday night, Kyle Gibson's parents were watching the Phillies game on television as they normally do. Aaron Nola was on the mound and throwing well, but Gibson's mother noticed something was off. Quote, when you guys took the field, you didn't look too excited, she told her son a few days later. What's going on? Gibson shared the observation with a few of his teammates and realized that he was not alone. Nick Castellanos, this is quote, quote, Nick Castellanos had a family member who said the same thing, Gibson said. Why does it look like, why does it not look like we're having fun? Uh, well, because they are losing baseball games. Mm-hmm. They are underperforming as a group. I don't think that you can point to one individual and be like, hey, pick up the fucking slack. I think it's, I think it's a collective thing that's going on here with the Phillies. Uh, they are six games under 500. They've lost three straight ball games. Um, they have a losing record at home. They have a losing record on the road for an offense. Uh, I mean, they've got a plus four run differential. So they're giving up just as many runs as, as they're scoring. And they're 10 and a half games back of uh, the New York Mets that we just spent some time talking about. Uh, I guess whenever you start talking about the players' energy and the happiness and the excitement level of the players, whether or not it's this individual's fault, Dallas, as you know, who got one of these guys fired, it always comes back to the manager. 
Do you want to talk about energy levels and fun levels, the culture in the clubhouse? I think that the the first man at the at the top of the the totem pole would be the manager. So, in your opinion, Dallas, would you go in that Phillies clubhouse and give them advice on how to get your manager fired if they really <laughs> want to turn the season around? I don't know as someone how who's done get, that before. I don't know how to get your manager fired. I've never mm-hmm. gotten a manager fired. What I would say is it is very true. Yes, the manager, and it can be because of the involvement or because of the lack of the involvement in the clubhouse that the manager sort of sets the tone and then allows the clubhouse to do what it's going to do because those are two separate rooms, the manager's Mm -hmm. office and the clubhouse. Manager's office is just that. That's his office. That's where he works. That's where he does business. This clubhouse, this is ours. This is the player's clubhouse. This is our office. This is where we do our business. This is where we prepare. This is where we get mentally ready. And how we do that, well, we're going to have a say in that. And if that isn't ironed out, then, yeah, there could be some some butting of heads, You know, whether it's a music thing or anything like that. I don't think that that would exist with Girardi. He's got a pretty, you know, pretty strong understanding of, how things go in a big league clubhouse is he he doesn't need any like clubhouse etiquette one oh one. He's got it. Um so I yeah, I don't know. That's just when you lose like like I I said this yesterday on the A's broadcast <clears throat> quite literally right before we walked off the Texas Rangers and salvaged a four game sweep. Uh said so this team could use some of that walk-off energy. And that is like what it feels like to win a baseball game in that fashion, what it does for you, what it does for the team, like confidence-wise. Because like let's say two guys get on and then it's a knock that scores two, the second runs the game winner, like all three of those guys, right? Like essentially a third of your lineup just got a huge, huge confidence boost. Because without those three guys, you don't win that ball game. And that confidence just starts to trickle down into the other guys because everybody sees and everybody feels that positive energy going around. You want to be a part of it. You want to contribute to it. That's the whole like hitting is contagious. Why does it become contagious? Well, because you see that guys are, you know, shortening their approach, whatever it may be to just kind of keep the line moving, keep this machine running. So guys buy into it. When you lose heartbreakers and you lose games like that and you're not on the winning side and you lose games you should be winning and that happens obviously when that happens late in a ball game those are daggers. Those are daggers. That is tough to build momentum against because now you start to look around the room and you're thinking about who has let you down or did I let the room down and you're trying to get over that and you need some like you need some walk off energy wins to kind of get rid of that taste and it's tough it's tough e, they've been close to doing that I mean they've been on the road but like I mean what I think it's like I don't know if this happens in a clubhouse but if the bullpen for example is costing you like games like that 
can it be like a war between like position players versus pitchers and it gets awkward and it's like, you know, Bryce Harper hits a home run and they get the lead in the ninth and they immediately blow it. Like not saying him, but can, does that happen? They're looking at the bullpen, like step it the fuck up. Uh, well, we'll, we'll say this. If you're in the bullpen and you're a part of a bullpen that is not getting it done, you know, it. it's obvious and it's obvious for a couple of reasons. One, <laughs> because the game has certain people pitching and if you're only if you're, if you're not winning a lot when you do win you're seeing the same guys come out of that bullpen pitching in the same spots in the ball game and when you're not winning a lot you see the same guys pitching in the same type of roles and then you see guys leave leave the big leagues because and I hate to say it but you eat up two innings here you eat up two innings there, two and a third here, and knowing you can't pitch tomorrow, well, you get sent back down. They got to bring somebody else up who can give you length. And pitchers and bullpen guys kind of, it's like, I don't want to say they get treated like, because in baseball, it's very different. Everybody's a part of the clubhouse. Football, you know, I don't know how many times the punters are going to dinner with the D-tackle. You know, unless you're a guy like Pat McAfee, who can chop it up with anybody. But those are, those guys are, are not, they just don't cross paths that often. So it's not like a war, but it's like, fuck, are we seriously like wasting the offensive production we're generating right now? That's terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a terrible thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember the exact quote, but it was like, "Yeah, why are our ener- is our energy down?" It seems pretty obvious why it is. I mean, they just they explode over and over again, and they come back and they get the lead, and then they just blow it immediately. Like that's fucking terrible. That's the worst way to lose. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is like when we talk about the Phillies, uh, they were a team that was supposed to hit. Right. Like this is you add Nick Castellanos, you add Kyle Schwarber, you already spent the money. I mean, there was a, a big groundswell to bring back uh, JT Real Muto after you trade for him. And, and they do that. Uh, Reese Hoskins is already there. Alec Bohm. Those five guys that I just mentioned in the month of May combined are hitting 227 with a 669 OPS. Mm-mm. Like you have Bryce Harper, you have Gene Gene, the hit machine. And those are really the only two guys that are swinging it for you right now for the for the month of May. Uh, I mean, like that's like Schwarber is hitting 189 with a 683 OPS. Like that's not what you paid him, whatever it was, 79 million dollars to do. Nick Castellanos, like that's a guy that you brought in to to lengthen the lineup. 225 with a 651 OPS. Like these are guys that you paid for their offense. You didn't, you didn't pay Schwarber and Nick Cassianos to come in here and play defense or uh, be good on the base paths. Like you came in, you paid them to come in here and mash. And um, of that group of five guys, Bohm, Real Muto, Hoskins, uh, Cassianos and Schwarber have been the two worst of that group. So, yeah, I mean, obviously you can say whatever you want about the pitching. They've blown games late. Uh, <laughs> They've they've found devastating ways to lose at the end, but would these games be as tight? And would you be in a position to blow them at the end? 
if you had your your offense doing what uh, the back of the baseball card says that they're supposed to do. So, I don't know. It's uh, you know, you can read this story about the Phillies' energy and the fun and and you know how it looks like they're all miserable. And yeah, I'd be miserable too if if I was expected to to be this not an offensive juggernaut, but be one of the the better run producing teams in the National League. And we haven't seen well, that. You just feel like you you feel like you're you're showing up to the yard, and it's like, and you hate to say this, but man, how are we going to be let down today? Like, is it going to be what the offense not getting the big hit? Is it going to be the offense mashing, coming back despite a stumble on the mound, maybe, and then losing it late again on the mound? after coming back after a poor offensive performance. Like like those are all part of like why the losses are so draining to the point where mom is sitting at home watching the ball game going, you know, the boys look flat. The boy someone's got to fire up the boys. Like when when mom when mom is letting that be known and when other family members are watching the ball game and everybody concurs that the boys need to be fired up, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty obvious. How would, you, how would you recommend the boys get fired up in Philly? Because I feel like there's no... We've seen different methods of firing up the boys. I don't know, I don't know how the Reds fired up the boys, but maybe we, we got to go back and look at like early May when, when, when they got fired up in Cincinnati. But we saw how Joe Madden fired up the boys. We saw how Alex Cora fired up the boys. There's no universal exact science to fire up the boys. But Joe Girardi's got to fire up the boys. Well, uh, yeah. Bryce has joke. got a lot of different haircuts, so maybe he gets a new haircut. I mean, they Bryce, the same haircut. Bryce having a fucking haircut. torn UCL and still smashing socking dingers. Like in that same span that I'm talking about right now, where everyone has sucked, Bryce Harper's hitting Bryce. 368 with an 1128 OPS. It ain't Bryce's fault. Put him on your back, baby. Put him I mean, he's on trying. your back. Bryce is trying, but that's about it. Maybe they pick up Bartolo Colon. That would be the most fucking fired up the boys shit ever. Because they need pitchers. Why not? They do need pitchers. The guy Bartolo could still treadmill. do it. He's on Go the get treadmill. Jamie Moyer. What the fuck's he doing? <laughs> Bartolo, yeah. Bartolo is still Bartolo's pitching in like Pitching against like 14-year-olds, 15-year-olds. Yeah, he's staying Man, in shape, dude. Dicing him up. Yeah. Still going. He's, he is, he's locking people up with that back whip, Peter. Yeah, he <laughs> is. He's nasty, dude. And look, I, they just, he just made an Instagram post saying he wants to get back. All right. That would fire me up. If I, was, if I was on the Phillies and we were like, hey, guess what, boys? We're bringing in, we're bringing in Big Bart. We're bringing in Tolo. I'd be fired the fuck up. I'd be like, all right, now we go. You now we go. I, I'd actually be like, I'd actually be really curious to see because how long has Bartolo been out of the game? Uh, three he years. Pitched a no hitter last year. Thank you in Mexico. Yeah. Oh no, uh, complete game. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Easy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How, how long? When, when's the last pitch he threw in the big leagues? Uh, twenty nineteen. Texas Rangers. Twenty nineteen. Sure yeah. Okay, so not that long. That's not, not that long. long and he's it's not like he's sitting on his couch. He's he's been staying in shape. He's trying to come back. And I think the Phillies should let him. 
Yeah, he's just he's throwing right at hitting speed, and that's just not good. Dude, what is Dallas that? has an axe to grind against Bartolo too? <laughs> what? Dallas what are you is talking mad at, about? Dallas is mad at Bartolo Colon because did, did did he take the uh what did he get popped for? He got set up, but he did some he did some oh, sort of like for uh, like witch what, doctor. PDs? Yeah. Was he with the A's at the time? He got popped with the A's. He was doing the he was See? Uh, it all goes back to that. Yes. Uh, yep. Shit, I didn't. Same doctor as A-Rod. Yep. Same doctor as A-Rod. Yep. So Dallas hates A-Rod because he ran across <laughs> his mound. He hates Bartolo Colon because he got popped for PEDs with the A's. If no. he got popped with the fucking Mets, would Dallas care? No. He would love him just like everybody else, but he disgraced the green and gold, and he's held a grudge <laughs> ever since. But Bartolo was nothing but fantastic during mm. his time. In Oakland, mm-hmm. I, I yep, thoroughly disgraced the green and gold. Didn't he? didn't he? No, didn't he? I had no. I I honestly did not remember mm-hmm. that that happened with Oakland. Yeah. That's the marijuana. That's not the lack of significance that it has in your heart. I don't think. I don't think either of those are true. Mm-hmm. I have breaking news. What is your breaking news? Breaking news: The Detroit Tigers have called up the number seventeen prospect. Cody Clemens Clemens. from AAA Toledo. The Detroit Tigers calling up the infielder slash outfielder from Houston, Texas. One of four sons of the rocket Roger Clemens. You got Cody Clemens, Corey Clemens, Casey Clemens, and Kobe Clemens. (laughs) And this one, this one is Cody with a D uh, in 45 games. 197 plate appearances this season with Triple A Toledo. Cody Clemens hit 283 with a 316 on base, a 527 slug that's good for an 844 OPS. In those 45 games, he drove in 31 runs. He had 52 hits, nine of which were doubles, six of which were triples, and eight were homers. I'm sure he's just here to help the team. He can play a little second. He can play a little third. He can play a little right. Hits lefty, throws righty. What's the build on this cat? He's six one. It says one seventy. There's no way he's a little thicker than that. That's that's Jeez. six one one seventy. That's thin for six one. I'm like I'm five eleven, like two twenty. I'm. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. What are you are you reading a program from somewhere? Yeah, that's my saga's high height and weight. <laughs> uh, but if you want to see Cody Clemens, uh, the Peacock game of the week, June 5th, 11.30 a.m. Yankees Tigers, June 5th. Uh, we had the Peacock game, the, the Peacock game this past weekend, yesterday. Uh, was uh, Giants Reds, which is boring because Tommy Pham was suspended. But next time around, he won't be. Uh, this Sunday, June 5th at 11.30 a.m., you're going to see Cody Clemens and the Detroit Tigers versus the New York Yankees at Yankee Stadium. And then the week after that, it's going to be Dallas Braden, June 12th, the Oakland A's. The Oakland A's and the Cleveland Guardians in Cleveland. Are you going to Cleveland, Dallas, for that? We will actually be in Cleveland. In 
Cleveland. Because if you Batter, think about it, Jared. Yep. I got to call the other games. That's true. You'll be there hey. in Cleveland. But this and Sunday. the team is going to play, so I'll, I'll be there. Tigers, Yankees, Cody, Clemens, batter up, and we're not just talking about pancakes. Peacock is taking brunch to the big leagues and putting a new spin on America's favorite pastime. Watch exclusive baseball games every week with MLB Sunday leadoff. All games are available nationwide with no local market blackouts. So you can swing into action wherever you are, no matter what. And another home run, when you subscribe to Peacock, you'll get access to live sports like Sunday Night Football, Premier League, Golf, and WWE, plus hit movies and shows. Download the Peacock app to take the game on the go or kick back and stream on your favorite devices. Don't miss exciting matchups all season long, like the A's and the Guardians two Boom. weeks from now. Woo! Dallas Braden mm-hmm. on the call, featuring exclusive pre- and post-game coverage with host Ahmed Farid and Jason Benetti with the play-by-play. Change up your weekend with MLB Sunday leadoff only on Peacock. Go to PeacockTV.com slash MLB to sign up right now. Uh, where else do we want to go here? So here's the thing. I have this whole idea to incorporate Jake Moore into Baseball is Dead by being like, all right, Jake, what's next? And then Jake would, it's kind of like playing like iPod shuffle where Jake would throw out a topic and then we just react to it. But the last two fucking episodes when I had this idea, Jake has had meetings. Yeah. So we, Jake, I, I, I Jake's t- a dark screen right now. Yeah. Jake's a piece right now. I tell you what we need to do. What do we need to do? This is, <clears throat> I, I, I've been thinking about this. And look, whether or not we agree with the playoff, whether or not we agree with the playoff uh, picture, Uh whether or not we agree with the playoff outline. Yeah. I think it's fair to just start kicking the tires, just start taking a look, because for a long time, the all-star break is when fans really start to kind of check in because you've got August. And then the month of September, and maybe by then your playoff picture is already sort of drawn out for you. Mm-hmm. Well, we got more teams. We do. We got more teams. More teams are going to be in. And Two so more teams to be exact. I think it might be interesting mm-hmm. just to kind of take a look at what it would look like. Moving Does the playoff started today? Yeah. Wow. Because it's a it's a different setup. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Completely different setup. Sure. It would be the winning team, <clears throat> the team with the most wins in each league, gets a first round bye into the division series. Mm-hmm. Then the team with the second most wins. They play the lowest seeded wild card team, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So, as it sits, I was looking. I thought they had a uh, thought they had a link up. Is it three wild card teams now? Three for each league. Three. For yes. Each league. Three. Three. Three fucking so right now, the New York Yankees yep. are in first place. 
The Minnesota Twins are in first place with a five-game lead. That's the biggest lead of any team in the American League. Minnesota Twins over the Chicago White Sox with a five-game lead. Then you have the Houston Astros with a three-and-a-half-game lead over the Angels. And then you look at that wild-card picture. You get the Rays. You get the Blue Jays. And then you get the Angels. The yeah. Angels are a playoff well, they- team right now. Yeah, so you got the yeah, you got the Yankees who'd have the first round bye mm-hmm. into the division series. Yep. You got the Twins who would host the lowest seeded wild card team, which would be the Angels. The Angels. And then you have the Astros who are the who would be the AL West winners who have mm-hmm. a first round bye into the division series. And then you have the Astros who would play the uh, what, Blue Jays? I thought you said they had a buy into the division series. They would just play the Blue Jays. Or no, or no, no they would. Uh, yeah, those, the those Yankees wild card have teams have to play. Yeah. Yeah, Yankees would have the buy. Hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, the <clears throat> AL West. It's, it's because the AL West is because the Astros have the second most wins. So the top two teams play in the division series. The top two yeah. teams. Go right to the division series. So that'd be Yankees Astros. Yeah. And then the AL Central, uh, or the, the Twins, who are coming out of the Central right now with 29 wins. So the third most wins. They host the lowest wild card team, which would be the, the Angels. Lowest seeded wild card team. Yeah. And then the Rays would play the Jays. Yep. Hmm. With the White Sox, Rangers, and Red Sox. Kind of on the outside looking in. Yeah, good thing we have several months ago. Yes, Joey. And what's nice, remember, these are best of three series. The wild card is best of three. What do you think is most likely to fall apart out of this playoff picture right now? The Angels. You think they're falling out? I'm getting worried about the Angels too, man, because they were so hot at first, and it was all coming together. Our boys, everyone's rooting for them. America's team, Madden, mm-hmm. had them fired up. And mm-hmm. they were still, even at their peak, were like a half game up. Yeah. Now they're kind of struggling. They kind of, they lost some close ones to the Jays. Like that was kind of a fucking punch in the what? nuts. They just got swept, didn't they? They've lost yeah. five straight. The Jays have won five straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Jays beat them on some A's? Like, uh, who, who, who'd, they lose that, who'd they lose that first of the five to? Not the A's. The, uh, the, A's. the Angels? Who loves to check? I mean, the Jays have been hot. Texas. Jays Texas. have what, won nine out of their last 12? I'm not surprised. That's what they should be doing. That yeah, is old, what they old, should be doing. Old Vlad Kicks. Got to get her moving. Mm-hmm. Toronto Blue Jays right now with a negative one run differential. But they've won five straight. Uh, the offense has been disappointing. They've scored 185 runs. You look around the league. The Angels have scored more runs than them. The, the Rays have scored more runs than them. The Twins, the Astros, the Yankees, the Red Sox have scored more runs than, than all those teams except for the Angels. I mean, the Red Sox are one of the best teams in baseball. Hmm. 
They're bad. Well, they are. For sure. It's tough They'll to get say there. about a team who'd be on the outside looking in. For now. They get a plus 27 picture. run. Yeah, sure. Red Sox have a better yeah. run differential than the White Sox. Cool. They've been hurt. <laughs> the Blue Jays. The Rays. They have sucked. The Rays have sucked. They haven't sucked. I said the Jays have. Oh, uh, the Jays. Yeah, they've, you know. But shout out. Shout out to former Blue Jay, former Oakland A. It can't go without being said. Marcus, Marcus Simeon. Simeon. First slam. In Oakland. Grand slam. Yeah, I mean. Four runs. And it had to be, right? It had In to be a grand Oakland. slam. <laughs> and the ball was like two and a half feet, it felt like, from hitting the wall. Like, no, that the thing big, was hammered, dude. The big wall. No, I mean, not clearing the wall. It, it cleared the wall height-wise, no problem. Yeah, no doubt. But Grand slam. the big wall to the right of it, it wouldn't have cleared that one. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would have went through the wall. It was hit fairly hard. Yeah. Things wouldn't that just be... Smoke. Isn't that just... That's that's the baseball gods at work right there. What that's are they, what that what is. Are they doing? They're just... Oh, Marcus Simeon hasn't hit any homers this year. Let's give him the max homer feeling right here. <laughs> back at home. Boom. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It was because you said he it up every it episode. Up. And he said, fuck it. Why do you keep bringing this up? Man? Yeah. I just had a slow start. Well, that's why I had to. That's why I had to give him some love. He hammered a grand slam because he heard Dallas saying he can't do it. He, he heard the podcast where Dallas said direct quote. There's no fucking chance Marcus Simeon hits a home run this year. <laughs> Dallas, Dallas never said that. <laughs> and then Marcus Simeon comes into Oakland and is like, you know what, Dallas? Up your ass, buddy. Grand slam. Did they lose that slam. game? Uh, did they lose the game that Marcus hit a grand slam in? Yes. Okay. They did lose that game. Yep. Uh, and then in the National League, the Dodgers have the best record. The Mets have the second best record. So you're telling me these two teams would play each other? In the division series? Yeah, that's how it looks. I don't really, we could be getting this wrong because what what benefit would that have for the Mets? Like, wouldn't wouldn't the Dodgers draw the worst wildcard team? No, well, that's who they're going to play. They're playing the winner of the wildcard team. They're not playing each other. Yeah, so I thought you were saying like the two best records would just get a buy and play each other. Like that's not like to have the no, best record. No, no, they got to buy into the division series. Not not yeah. like into the division series playing each other. They've got to buy into the division series. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So like Yankees, they're going to the division series. The uh, Astros, they're going to the division series, but not against each other. But not against each other. Yeah, that's not. They're going to wait out the winner of, of the worst two wildcard teams or the well, best no, wildcard so, team. All right. So let's, all right, let's do this. Over there's, there's the Yankees are going to the division series. The Astros are going to the division series. The Twins would have to play in the wildcard round. Correct. And the they would play seed. the worst. So the Twins would play the Angels. And then the Correct. Rays would play and the, the Jays. Blue- Yes, Rays and Blue Jays play. And, and then so, in this scenario, you'd have the Dodgers would go to the division series. The Mets would go to the division series. Then the Padres would play the Giants. Are the Giants Jesus in? Fucking Christ. Imagine this if they went crazy. to 14 teams, dude. The this Giants is a are in. Mind fuck. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So then in the National League, in the National League, the Padres would play 
the Giants, and the Brewers would play the Cardinals. Yeah, do yeah. you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Mets, yeah, uh, yeah, the Mets and the Dodgers go to the division series. Mm-hmm. And then the Brewers would play the winner of St. Louis, San Diego. No, I think Or Milwaukee excuse me, would... San, San Francisco. No one knows. <laughs> no, Milwaukee would have to play a, a wild card game too. They'll have to play the in the first round. They'll play a wild card team. Or, yeah, they would play San Giants. Diego or the Giants. No, who cares? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> it's not going to happen, dude. Because there's the Braves who are going to get a wild card. I mean, uh, division probably wild card. But I'm looking yeah. at the scenario. I'm looking at the scenarios, most likely playoff scenario, and I'm uh, I'm looking at it says Braves are going to get a wild card. Says it on base reference. Right now, the Braves are... Put that in your DraftKings. Futures? Braves are three games back. The Braves are three games back of the San Francisco Giants. Uh, the Red Sox are three and a half games back of the Angels, so they're probably going to get in as well. Um, so I guess it's really too soon to, to call it, Dallas. I know that uh, you know it's a fun little exercise to see you know if the season ended today on May 30th, who would be in? It's a fun little exercise, but you know at the end of the year, it's not going to look like this. No, it's going to be very different. It's going to be very different. Very could different. be very different. Mm-hmm. Could be very different. There's yeah, a, we're going to see a lot of baseball to play. A lot of games left. A lot of season left. And if you want to see those games, you got to download the SeatGeek app. Brace yourself for an existential question: Has your butt been having enough fun lately? If not, then it's time to start using SeatGeek. I'm actually going to use SeatGeek for the finals. I don't know if you saw this last night, Dallas, but the uh, Boston Celtics are going to the NBA Finals, which means that the 2018 World Series champion Boston Red Sox are... uh, That was... The Red Sox are like the furthest away from from a championship appearance out of the Boston sports teams already. That's crazy. Anyways, I might get some tickets to the NBA Finals. SeatGeek is so beloved by butts everywhere that they've made it the highest rated ticketing app. Whether it's concerts, baseball, basketball, football, festivals, or anything else, SeatGeek puts tickets from all over the web in one place to make buying simple. SeatGeek rates every ticket from zero to 10 to make sure you're getting a good deal. Green means good. Red means bad. You can get $20 off your first purchase with the promo code Jared, J-A-R-E-D, at SeatGeek.com or on the SeatGeek app. That is promo code Jared for $20 off your first SeatGeek order. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Download the app today. Um, Dallas Keuchel got DFA'd. That sucks. Mm, Dallas Keuchel. Uh, has been very bad for quite some time. I said, I said, bring him to Oakland. Bring him to Oakland. Let him fucking throw those sankers at sea level. Big, expansive ballpark. Mm-hmm. We got an extremely fast, really good defensive outfield. Mm-hmm. Let him fucking come see how far they can hit it here. Come on. Yeah, he is like your little bro in a little in a in a lot of ways, Dallas. Yeah. Just a little flyer, little flyer on the lefty, trying to figure some things out. Why not? You really want that bad, huh? 
<laughs> no, I'm just I'm thinking in terms of Dallas Keigel getting a job. You think he get Dallas. a job? What are the odds? I don't know. Like, like I mean, he's not done done. He won no. the fucking Cy Young and in 2020 he was good. Right. His fastball is averaging 86.5 miles per hour. Yikes. Which is, you know, that's, that's kind bad. Of- uh, all right. So since the start of last season, um, since the start of the 2021 season, there are 84 pitchers who qualify, and Dallas Keuchel is 83rd in ERA with a 5.71. Um, the WHIP. See what the traffic looks like. Out of eighty-four, he's last. He is eighty-fourth. <laughs> a one-six-three whip. Um, that's not good, Dallas. No, no, it sure isn't, Jared. And that hmm. is why he was designated for another assignment. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Go, go do that somewhere else. They said can't be done here any longer. And that's why I said if he needs to pitch and wants to still pitch, I don't know how many competitive clubs are going to take a flyer on him, but you Mm -hmm. never know because they might see something that they feel that they can unlock. Uh Because maybe maybe it's just maybe it's something mechanically that they can adjust to help him out stuff wise. And when I say mechanically, I don't necessarily mean like lower half wind up shit like that. I mean, maybe it's a matter of getting in the lab and trying him to trying to get him to stay, stay through some stuff. I, I have no idea, but yeah. these are things that you do when, when you're not going well, you you start to search, you start to try to figure some shit out. The but, FIP has also been the worst in baseball among any starter as well. Five, five, three, nine. <laughs> I'll say what's tough is, yeah, and I'm sure like if you go to like baseball savant maybe and check out his like hard hit rate and stuff like that. That's not probably great. not great. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah. Worst pitcher in baseball. And Dallas is like, come on down to Oakland. <laughs> I'm just here for a lefty. Need mm-hmm. some need sure. some bump time. You know what I no mean? No doubt. No doubt. Speaking uh, of lefties, speaking of lefties and some bump time, I know you have it on this docket here to blow Jeremy Pena. Yeah, which, uh, I'm not I'm not going to do right now because the Astros are in town game one today, mm-hmm. just mere hours away. And typically when we talk about a guy, he starts to do well or yeah. well, does. And I don't want to I'm not here for that. So what I am bias here though, has been all over the place in this episode. Like you're just first you're like, fuck uh, Tommy Pham. That is and not then, true. And then you <laughs> said and then you kept talking about how Bob Guerin's a piece of shit again. That, two episodes wow. in a row. Totally uh, and now you refuse to give Jeremy Pena his his roses when he absolutely deserves them. I'm not going to be the one to do it specifically. Yeah, I am going to shift gears and give that love to a left-hander down south in Southern California, slicing and dicing, fellow by the name of Mackenzie Gore. Okay, all right, I'll accept. Who right now sits at a one seven one ERA? He's made. I think he's made seven starts. He also pitched out of he pitched out of the bullpen, three innings, I think three hits, four punch outs during that relief stint. Mm-hmm. So he was fucking wiping guys out then too. 
so like a yeah, I think it's a one eight five ERA, I believe, as a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, when you don't have Clev, and you don't have Blake Snell, you got to find somebody to step up, and for McKenzie Gore to come in and do what he's done, considering the road travel to get here, because. Look, I mean, the dude hit the scene, highly touted draft pick, and was working his way through, and then command issues hit, COVID season, trying to work through a COVID season, while trying to iron some things out, like, that's got to be tough. Uh, So, you get to the big leagues, you want to be able to make an impact, and that's exactly what he is doing right now. A huge, huge impact. Going under like, the radar. Like, hey, like Jeremy Pena one of, is far and away the best rookie in baseball. And Dallas is like, all right, so Mackenzie Gore, huh? Yep. That's <laughs> 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 on purpose. Like, yeah, I'm not talking about fucking Jeremy Pena. Why well, are you afraid? Are you afraid of Jeremy Pena? I don't need to I don't need to uh stoke any fires. I'll stroke some fires. Oh, you are gonna stroke what? With Jeremy Pena, who has uh he's he's got he's a full run better than the next best rookie in major league baseball jeremy pena is already up to 2.2 wins above replacement on fan graphs uh what? bobby witt jr did you pick bobby witt dallas for rookie I of the did. year i did check out check out joe ryan ryan's yeah war. joe ryan you, i'm, I'm sure he's close enough. well you should have said that because uh he's my pick and he's actually doing really good and i feel like i was kind of laughed at when i picked him a little bit you picked joe ryan for rookie of the year yeah, he did. I did. Good for and I got you. A scoff. I remember getting a scoff or two from whom? From fucking you two. <laughs> from fucking you two. Both <laughs> not for me. For me. Why for me? You pick a pitcher. I'm not scoffing at you. Oh. We. Everyone knows you're a gore guy, and Ryan rubs you the wrong way. But <laughs> we'll come back to that later. Right now, yeah. it's about Jeremy Pena being Jeremy. really good. <laughs> I mean, how much better is he than Correa? That's actually an interesting thing to look at because to me, where, said where this are they before, at through their first 45 games of their career? Look it up. Mm. Who's better? Just, I would Who's say better Pena. through 45 <laughs> games. I'm just mean this season alone. Have the, yeah. Be, have the Astros made the right decision? Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't think that Jeremy Pena is legit, Dallas? Is that what you just said? No, that's not what I said. I'm, you I, think I, that I'm Jeremy Pena is going to flop? You think he's a fraud? You you said nope. that Jeremy Pena is having a nice 40 games, but that the overall career will actually be dog shit. Dallas Braden said that. Not what I said. Not what I said. That's the I'm vibe, saying, though. You're not I'm passing the vibe check right now. I'm saying it's early. I'm saying it's early. So you're rooting for him to fail. No, I'm actually trying to see where he stacks up against Carlos Correa through the first 45 games of their career so we can get a real taste for the trajectory. Mm-hmm. Well, why would we Correa not? Correa came would, up when he was, what, 20? Was he 20 what, or 21 when he came up? Whatever, but why would we not do that? I don't think it's fair. I think it would be more. Eh. I don't think you can not, even compare them because if Correa came up. Sure you can. Correa came up when he was 20. So? Cool. 
So you can't compare Correa's age 20 season to Pena's age 24 season. Correa had already been in the big leagues for five years at that point. One, two, three, four. Fantastic. You compare his first year to his first year. Did you know that Carlos Correa has only been an all-star twice? With trash cans. Whoa. Yeah. The, he, he was an all-star last year and then the year that the Astros were cheating. Wow. I didn't realize that. Well, whatever. I mean, he's, he's had his injuries. I love Carlos Correa. He's one of my favorite players. Uh, what? Well, that's just not true. You don't think I like Carlos Correa? I do not think you like Carlos Correa. I just said I did. So now I believe, I'm lying. I believe you know it's fuck Carlos Correa out of your mouth. That's, <laughs> I've never said that. Yeah. No, you have. I think a few times. Several times, actually. No, I said I, I said I hate him, but that was a joke. To be exact. No, that was that was not a joke. There has been some stern standbyness behind it. That was that's old news though. This is twenty twenty two. Have you turned a new leaf? Have yeah, you, I have think you, so. Or have yeah. you turned over? Uh, yeah, I think I, I have. Much, I don't know how much of that I buy. You don't know how much of that you buy, you say? Yeah. Yeah. How much how much steaks do you buy though? I buy a lot of steaks. You yeah, Omaha you steak guy? Yeah, you, fuck uh, yeah. What kind of steak are you? Uh I I love a good ribeye. I mean, I like steak tips, but that's more regional. Yeah, you're a big fan of the tip. Yeah, I love the tip. Here's a little <laughs> gift-giving wisdom from Omaha Steaks. Dads want steaks. They Fuck do. Yeah, they do. And with Father's Day around the corner, there isn't a better gift than Omaha Steaks. Visit omahasteaks.com slash Jared. Or you can put Jared in the search bar. Yeah, there you go. Put it in the fucking search bar. And order hmm. the Dads Want Steaks package. For just $99, this limited time package includes 16 mouth-watering entrees. He's guaranteed to love like smoky, tender, bacon-wrapped filet mignons, gourmet jumbo franks, and their air-chilled, boneless chicken breasts. And for a sweet finish, delicious caramel apple tartlets. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. Little apple tartlet. And as a special gift for all the listeners of baseball is dead. When you type Jared in the search bar and order the Dad's Want Steaks package, you'll also get eight free Omaha Steaks burgers. These burgers are full of bold, beefy flavor made from 100% Omaha Steaks, and now they're bigger than ever at a whopping six ounces. Don't wait. Send Dad more than just a gift. Send him an experience that he'll love, and he can share it with you. Go to omahasteaks.com. Type in Jared in the search bar, J-A-R-E-D, and order the Dad's Want Steaks package. You'll get 16 entrees, four desserts, plus eight free Omaha Steaks burgers. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. That is omahasteaks.com, keyword Jared. Uh, Dallas, you got to go. Uh, I do have to go. Okay. Uh, but I, I'm going? trying. Where are you going? Trying to work something here. I got to go call a big league baseball game. Okay. Who are you guys playing again? You're playing the Houston Astros. The Houston Astros. And you predicted uh, a sweep. You said. 
That is, uh, I didn't predict the sweep. I, I'll settle for two out of three, though. Okay. Absolutely. All I will right. definitely settle for you two. You think Jeremy Payne is going 0 for the series, you said? Uh, no, that's not what I said. What I did say, though, is here we go. Oh, let's see, this is going to give me to the first. God bless it. I could have went dates, but it's it just whatever. What's wrong? Uh, as of right now, through the first 41 games, mm-hmm. Jerry Mapena, 290 average, 340 OBP, 510 slug, 850 OPS. Uh, Carlos Correa, though, his first full season in which he played 99 games in, mm-hmm. he had 279, 345 OBP, 512 slugging, 857 OPS. But as of right now, Jeremy Pena rocking a 146 OPS plus, which was higher than the 135 OPS plus Carlos Correa finished his rookie season with. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. So Pena is better. So future Hall of Famer. But yeah, I'm going to go. You boys. You boys well, I mean, enjoy we're, your time. We're done. You put a we're bow done. on it. We're putting a bow on it. Well, here's the thing. After I just talked about those fucking Omaha steaks, now I like want a steak. <laughs> so I'm gonna go eat a steak right now. Well, you go, you go eat lunch, mm-hmm. Joe. I'm fasting. <laughs> Joey's fasting right now. Joe, you got any? Yeah. Uh, you got any final thoughts? Final thoughts? No, I mean I just think uh, go Braves. Fuck go the Braves. Uh, other teams. Go yeah, go yeah. Oakland. Go Bo- Red Sox are back. They're no, they're not. Yeah, oh. they're back. You no, said it last podcast. Yeah, no, I, no, I didn't. And for the listeners, if you so they're could, back at home, if you could clip that off for me, they're back at home, and send that on over to me. No, I would love that. I'd appreciate. They're that. back at home. If there was and, proof uh, coming out that you said that the Red Sox were back, what would that have? What effect would that have on the Red Sox season? Would that blow it all up? Well, there's a certain dildo podcaster that already said it and they proceeded to blow an eight to two lead so Ouch. that's that's the impact that it can have if you actually say Ouch. It, so. i'm gonna t- i'm texting will middlebrooks right now that you have called him a dildo podcaster will's not a dildo podcaster he's a oh. he's a he's a tv broadcaster he's not a podcaster oh, so okay. you must be referring to yourself then because mm. Ooh, wow. You, mm, what? Wow. An idiot. You did. Uh, you know I'll tell what? you what. You know what? This, final, is good, this is a good place to end it. <laughs> my final thoughts on a serious note. Uh, it is Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. So take a moment to just reflect, regardless of what your stance is uh, <clears throat> on where we're at as a society, as a country, yada, yada, yada. Just know that the way we live our life the way we are allowed to express ourselves, that all comes with a price. And that all comes with a price that many people far braver than any of us have paid. And remember that because it's our way of life that we continue to try to preserve. And if not for the brave men and women who put their life on the line, day in and day out, we would not have the opportunity to get on the internet like a bunch of assholes and make jokes about the game and the world we live in today. So I am appreciative of the opportunity to do so. I know you fellows are as well. So for the folks listening, throw a few back, 
Have a safe holiday. But remember that it's because of those brave men and women that we have the opportunity to have the beautiful fucking holiday you're about to have. We go!